First, the first graphic was frozen. Oh, well, that's well we're fine. We're here. We're live. Who cares? Nobody's here for the graphics. Nobody's here for the graphics. I probably They're put just here for the live commentary. Hundreds and hundreds of hours into the graphics, and they don't work, and nobody cares. It's and great. You get frustrated over them every week. Absolutely. Every week. I'm a perfectionist. Hey, what are you eating right now? Uh, you don't want to know. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the live stream. This is episode one one four. The Candid Athletic Training Podcast. It is 114. Do you have any, Do you have any random number reference for 114? Um, <laughs> no, I nope, don't. Me neither. 112 was. A, yeah, no, I got nothing. So, welcome. Oh. If you are new to the live stream, let, it, let us know. Yeah. Type say something. Hi to say hello. If you're new here, uh, if you are old, we appreciate you coming back. Yeah, definitely. Hey, where are we? We are at the Brew Fitness Gym. The Brew Fit. We call it the Brew Fitness Studio. But Brew it's, Fitness it's, Studio. It's a gym MKE, here, baby. Milwaukee. Uh, Is this where you work out? Yep. I think about it all the time. It's where I work out. I will be back. You will. You will be back. Like Arnold. Absolutely. Absolutely. What is this show? Candid Athletic Training. Oh, okay. We said it. I said it. Did we? Yeah, I did. It shows so, how much I listen to my goals. It's na- Why would you? <laughs> Remember when we couldn't hear each other very well in what? our microphones? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hey, you were serious. Nope. So it is National Athletic Training Month. It is still. We're it's rec- still March. March 8th. Um, it is fun. Uh, we have a blockbuster show for you tonight. We've blockbuster. got a special guest. He's, we do. Shh, he's, don't tell anybody yet. They're on hold. We'll get mm. we'll get to them in just a minute. I know the anticipation is rising up. We have the fat bracket. Everybody We're going to announce Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is not going to be on the show tonight. But we All have right. the next best thing next week. <laughs> um, fat bracket. We're going to get. We're going to unveil the round one winners. And Kevin and I do not live. know. We have no idea. Live. We just closed the survey two minutes ago. So I'm either going to be really happy or really mad, or a little combination of both. I'm going to be, well, we'll get into the fat bracket later. We will. Uh, and we have a really interesting, fun feature topic for you that we are piggybacking off of a conversation we had last week, uh, which is going to be yeah. great. Yeah. Ben Rockwell is new to the live stream. I know Ben, Hi, ben. has been listening to us for a long time, so. I think he's up. Like, welcome. He's a Wisconsinite. Yeah, isn't If he? I remember correctly. Pretty sure. Hi, Ben. And there's Tim Prawl, who actually knows Ben Rockwell. Tim knows everybody, though. Tim knows everyone. So, um, once again, we just have to put this graphic on, and then we will get to our special guest. Um, the official sponsor of the show is Healthy Roster. Ooh, those Healthy Roster folks. Yep. And God. their website is www.healthyroster.com if you want nice to check them folks out. Over there. Man, they're great people. Great over people. There. I wonder what they look like. If we Has had to guess what, what they, they would look, look like. like Man. Our friend Dan. If you were to start a company named... Oh! There he is. <laughs> hey, Dan. Our friend Dan Franzak. Dan, why don't you go ahead and say hello to all the people on the live stream and all the people listening at home. Oh. Can you hear me okay? I think so. I can hear you great. So if the live streamers can't hear you, we're going to roll with it. But I think we can hear you. 
This is looking great. Sorry, man. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, now we know. All right. Now we, we know. We're going to have to do this. We just said. What do you got? We're going to have to put Dan up here so they can. Can nobody hear? Hear Dan. Can't so hear we're Dan. Gonna, we're going to make an adjustment like all athletic trainers oh, do. We just make adjustments. Oh, we're going to. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Technical difficulties. As always. As always. I All bet right, you he's have back to hit on the, like on the live stream. Button. I All bet right, you got to hit Let's try this. Button. Try try that again, Dan. Just say hello. Hello. Can you hear me? I, I bet you. The athletic trainers. Can you hear me? All right. I can kind of hear. Now, we'll, we're just going to get into it. I think, I'm guessing they can because we're up on the microphone here. So, Dan, you just turned in a fat bracket today, or was it yesterday? <laughs> I did it yesterday. I was waiting for my kids to uh, get home from their school. Okay, so you did a, a team, a team, a family bracket. bracket. Okay, so okay, that's that's awesome. It's not cheating at all, Dan. It's not cheating at all. <laughs> so tell us, um, what's the process like when you're arguing with your kids about what the fat well, bracket should look like? Well, I mean, for anybody who has teenage kids, you know, it's always a struggle for anything. Um, and it's always complex. So by the time you get to the answer, you know that you've come to a really good conclusion if you've gotten consensus on anything. So um, the consensus was mostly just fictional characters and technology, if I had to summarize it all together. That's where we went with our fat bracket. Okay. All right. So um, who's in your final four? All right. Let's see here. Um, good to be with you guys, by the way. Good to see you guys. It's Appreciate that. Keep it close to you. Um, I've got the final four as um, iPhone technology. Yeah, you do. A- Amazon Prime technology. Yeah, you do. And I've got Ruth from Ozark. Yes. My favorite characters. And then I've got Sully. I've got Sully's from Monsters, Inc. All right, real, qu- real quick. Where does Ozark rank on your Mount Rushmore of shows? If you have so her... I do have a Mount Rushmore shows. Okay. And they are Breaking Bad. Okay. Probably Ooh. number one. Okay. I've got uh, West Wing probably mm. as number two. I love the West Wing. Yeah. And then, um, geez, I like Friday Night Lights probably as number oh, three. Clear wow. eyes, full heart. Can't lose. Can't lose. You can't lose there, Chad. There's, as and an athlete... What's that? I would say Ozark's pretty close to, I would say four or five. They're pretty, it's a pretty good show. That's, really? that's right where it is for See, me too, four he's, or he's five. Had them too. I got a four or five kind of between that and how I met your mother. Should I have gotten a little like disappointed in the middle of the second season or no? Of Ozark? Yeah. I was like yeah, a little it, disappointed. It, a little slow? I don't know. It was, it got a little slow, but it, you got to admit, it picked up pretty quick. Okay. Three. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll jump pretty back quick. on it. Now yeah. that Dan said it, I, now I have to do it. It's, I mean, yeah, I think it's, it's amazing. Awesome. So you got, you said Sully, Ruth, yep. iPhone, and I'm sorry, I missed your second one. Amazon Prime. Amazon yeah. Prime. I got oh. a question though. So, and this is going to, this one's like a little jab on Chad's bracket. Mm. Um, okay. You you do have Forrest Gump beating oh, yeah. Marty Bird. I mean, that's yes. a... Chad thinks that that's tough. like the biggest upset that can happen in the entire bracket. 
So, and that's weird, right? Because I said I like Ozark so much, yeah. but I really had to think about, it really came down to Bubba. And, okay. Uh, how Gump was carrying Bubba out of the Vietnam there, you know, when he Ooh. took him out and carried him out. I mean, that was so AT-esque. I mean, Man. he was there for him, you know, at his time of need and he knew what to do. So I went with Forrest. It was a really tough call, but, um, you know, Marty's pretty darn good too, but I took Forrest Gump. You know what's funny is the two athletic trainers said us when we were, I think, debating on Forrest Gump versus Bobby Boucher, right? Um, I don't think either of us came up with that Forrest Gump was that he carried he just somebody carried somebody out of the line no. of fire. No, well, I when mean, we did, I put when some we thought into this, that's guys, a good. I mean, you, you did. You guys are you guys are my buddies. I had to really think through this awesome. really hard for you. I wanted to come through. I think it's f- by far my favorite part of this is everybody has an opinion. And it's a little bit different, and there nobody's wrong, except everybody that didn't well, pick. Well, I mean, Marty there's Bird. there's a lot of people that are wrong. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's be honest. If you didn't, if you have Dembe losing in the first round, you're wrong. Oh my gosh, it's gonna. I mean, I my, my bracket's gonna go to trash in about twenty minute, twenty five minutes here. Oh my god, it is. Okay, so all right, tell me, uh, who? You, what was your toughest first round matchup? Where you're like, I just don't know who to pick. I gotta admit, there were some that I just didn't know. Sure. Yeah. Like I, 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 that's why I brought my kids in for some of them because I just <laughs> didn't know some of the characters. Um, I'm not. I haven't watched all the Marvel movies yet, and my son's just kind of getting me into those, Ooh. so I didn't know. But I threw in Jeopardy there because I also don't know. Um, Dembe. I, Dembe. I don't. I don't know that. I don't know that series very well. Blacklist. Um, I don't know it. It's so, it's on my Mount Rushmore. It might be my number one show. It might be right. my number one. It's in my Mount Rushmore. Really? For sure. 100%. Sure. It is really good. That, it's very good. So I just basically threw uh, an homage to Alex Trebek for uh, I, all he's done. So that I just threw in Jeopardy as a really kind of a sleeper pick there. I think... He doesn't, he doesn't get past that, though. I think Jeopardy is going to... I saw a lot of people... Really? With Jeopardy going through... Alone. Yeah, no, I think I think you are I think you're gonna accumulate some points there. Oh you will. You will. How you fun absolutely was this will. for you guys, by the way? How what? It's a blast. How fun was it? It's a it's a hundred percent a blast. It's it's fun up until probably like now because <laughs> now we have we have to grade them. Yeah. And calculate them. And next year we're gonna we're gonna automate the system. We will. We're gonna we're gonna have to make this a little easier next year. Because we Because have, it exploded. It yeah. exploded this year. We yeah. have at I loved, least I loved watching all the social media and seeing people yeah. post pictures of it, like even some of the kids or athletes that they were taking care of. Like, yeah. You know, when mm-hmm. they're filling it. I loved it. That's and it that's the, the point. Best part about it. Yeah. yeah. That's the point. I mean, we have literally hundreds, multiple hundreds of brackets turned in mm-hmm. and hundreds of people who voted on the first round. Um, which is fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Absolutely. That is so cool to see. Yeah. Well, it's fun to do. It's fun. It brought my family together for a night. Good. So for what it's worth, you know, you're bringing people together across Love this it. great country of ours. So, Kevin, you got this bracket there. What's his biggest first-round upset? Yeah, the biggest you know? one? Yeah. What, well, does he Jeopardy, have a Jeopardy, oh, Jeopardy of 50? Yeah, yeah, that's a 15. I think it's the biggest. Oh, yeah, it's a Christmas. I'm going I'm, I'm to be crushed. I <laughs> I got Marty Bird in my final four, and I've got Dembe winning the whole thing. Oh wow! So I think after tonight, my bracket is actually going in the in the the garbage. Because I said Jeopardy, or just you no? Think I think I think Jeopardy? they're. I think most people agree with you, and I think oh, Dembe yeah. and Marty Bird are both going to lose round one, and so I'm going to take it. I'm going to crumple it up. 
and I'm gonna throw it out, and I'll think about it next it year. Too. Just burn it. Yeah. Just burn it. So. Go cry in a corner. Go cry in a corner. So, people on the live stream, if you have a question for Dan, why don't you fire those up? And we, we yeah. can and we want to get into what you're doing. Oh, people are saying Red Foreman, Vision, a lot of Vision, a lot of people in the WandaVision here. I think WandaVision, the, like, I think what you just said about Jeopardy, the timing of all this stuff, like oh what's current right now, Wanda and Vision and I Jeopardy, will. all those things that are like right now. I mean, we still, we still have to vote on every round, right? So everybody out there, like the next round, it's up to you. It's not like just, I mean, every, it's not like everybody's voted through the entire thing. We're, we're going round by round. So you can adjust your thought process so that I can win. <laughs> right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to argue so hard against some of these picks. It's okay. Oh, my God. Yeah, if you don't have Wanda and Vision in your final four, I mean, it's going to be tough for you, I think. Yeah. Oh, I think a lot. I think Marvel, we were just, Kevin and I were talking about this like a couple hours before the show. We were like, Marvel owns the entire entertainment world right now. Oh, absolutely. TV, movie, whatever. They they just basically print gold. They put something out and it's, maybe they print Bitcoin. I don't know what it is. Maybe that's why it went so high. (laughs) Yeah. So Dan, tell us what's new. Should have got on Bitcoin. Tell us what's new at Healthy Raster. Yeah, Dan, tell us what's new, man. Awesome. Thanks for asking, guys. Well, first and foremost, I'm just glad that uh, everybody made it through uh, okay from COVID, from our team. Everybody was uh, healthy and uh, doing well. But um, we actually moved this time last year. We moved everybody out of the office, and we closed it down, and everybody's been working from home ever since, almost a year to the day, right, guys? Gosh, yeah, I can't yeah. believe it's been that long. Really close. Um, but thank goodness um, we got through it and uh, just been plugging away. So we added – and I kid you not, we added over 100 new sports medicine groups last year. Wow. Um, wow. And that's thanks in large part to you guys, too, for getting the word out there about us. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, uh, it, was, it was crazy. So we had, um, we had a lot of momentum going into the season. But we, we, what we wanted to do was really and what we always try and do is what is going to help the athletic trainer um, – really elevate their role within their different settings that they're in. What can we do to help elevate that role? So what can we do with COVID? How can we make that easier? So we created a COVID screening and alert system. um, And that was obviously something that helped get people on board, helped elevate the role of the athletic trainer. What do you do post COVID? How do you communicate with people? So building extra communication tools inside our system, live chat, live video, um, so that you can practice, you know, socially distancing yourself from athletes or from, you know, people you need to, that was important to us. So how long, how how long does that take? Like you, you come up with the idea. We need a, we need an alert system or we need a screening system for COVID. How long does it take from idea or concept to finished product? Like how long did it take you to turn that around? So, you probably won't believe me, but it took three weeks. Wow. We did it that quick. And here's why. And this is actually a great kind of segue into kind of just how we develop. So we basically take a consensus from our customers, our current customers, and we ask, what's going on? How do you feel? We're surveying them all the time. And this obviously was the most pressing issue, not just for them, but for our entire country. So how do we really get everybody back to school, back to work? And so it just so happened that we were working with the PGA Tour at the time to come up with some ideas around mental health. 
and we had already put a mental health survey out there. You guys might remember from yep. a couple of years yep. ago. And so we already had the survey platform already built. And so yeah. we just kind of repurposed it. And so I'm talking with the PGA tour and saying, you know, I bet you we could help you get the golfers back on the course with what we're doing with mental health, but doing so with the CDC guidelines. So we, you know, we, we thought about it. We did, you know, some research about it. Um, we went around the country talking to people about how this would work potentially. And then we started iterating on that every day to try and say, okay, now what do you think about this? And now what do you think about this? And what else can we do? Um, and that's basically how we develop all the time. And that was a perfect example. It's like we just committed the entire team minus mm -hmm. some support people. Sure. We were taking care of our customers, obviously. to just throw everything you have at the most important thing on the table. That's what we did. So clearly you don't get annoyed if the athletic trainers that use your platform reach out to you and say, hey, Dan, this sucks. Like, I want you to change this about the platform, right? It happens. Yeah. It happens. We track that, though, too. And I appreciate those people when they say that, too, because, um, and I'm proud to say, there's a thing called uh, NPS score. It's called the Net Promoter Score. Okay. I'm going to get too into the weeds. It's a little crazy. <laughs> but it's a way to judge software satisfaction. Okay. And we All judge right. our customers, and we're on par with, I'm proud to say Apple and Google and Microsoft as far as our rating is concerned. That's awesome. Um, and yeah, I mean, we track that and that's it's not a bad company. But we need to know what you want to, what you want to see, what you want to hear. And you know, if you're, if you want something new, um, chances are somebody else is saying that too, but I'm always going to take the majority of the way the business is going, the way the profession is going, because that's the only way we're going to continue to grow is if we're building things for the masses that, people want and need moving forward. And we usually get consensus on a, any number of things. Every uh, two weeks, we iterate on new things. Very cool. Very Every cool. two weeks, you're sitting Every down with the athletic trainers who are working around the country and saying, what's new? What do we need to do? Every two weeks. Every two weeks, we're taking in um, basically surveys and questions and responses and feedback from our athletic trainers. And then they're pumping that back into our customer success team, who, by the way, are athletic trainers. We hire athletic trainers for there our customer go. support success team. And go. then they give us that feedback during our, what we call sprint planning meetings. And those sprint planning meetings, we say, okay, what's on the table? What do we have next? And we prioritize that based upon volume, who's saying what, what we can do. And then we go, okay, let's go. Let's crack it out. All right, here it is, Dan. Imagine that. If you can do this every two weeks, turn around and get like feedback. Can we get? Can we get it? Can we do it? Reverse engineer it so that you're getting feedback from athletic trainers, and we get it to their administrators. Oh, because I feel like most athletic oh. trainers are most frustrated with their own administrators at their schools. Like, how do we get <laughs> that feedback that you get out of the ATs to the people yeah. that are supposed to be? the most helpful to the athletic trainer, but sometimes aren't because you guys seem to be more helpful than the admin. Can we reverse engineer that so we can push notifications to admin? Well, I think the best <laughs> way to do that, I know you're being funny, man, but the best way to do that is to show more value for what you guys are doing as athletic trainers, right? That's true. And we need more data in order to do that. And so that's kind of the driving force behind it. Let's get more data for you guys to prove your worth, to help elevate your role within the different organizations that you're in. And then that'll, that'll play out. And it has worked that way, by the way. Oh, I'm sure. 
I'm sure it's worked a lot. A lot. So you you um you've got a personal story regarding an athletic trainer yeah. um, who's maybe helped you and your family. Do you want to share that? Oh yeah. Um so this year, um gosh, just uh, about a month and a half ago, I'm proud to announce that um my daughter accepted uh, a division one scholarship to play field hockey at uh, Michigan state. Oh yeah. Spartans. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Round of applause um, there. Round of applause. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Which is a little tough say, considering I'm a yeah, graduate, but yeah. it's, it's easier than saying go blue. I'm saying go green. That is true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but, uh, but one of the first things we did as a family is <clears throat> when she accepted that was thank our athletic trainers. Um, for helping her get to that spot. Um, and I'll call them out. Um, you know, um, you know, Boston and Kelly from, uh, Worthington Kilbourne high school. Thank you for all you did for, uh, for my daughter and my son now. And it was important because she had two significant injuries that happened during her high school career. Mm -hmm. And why that was so important was that she's, you know, not only are they diagnosing what's going on, not only are they helping her rehab, but they're keeping an eye obviously on what's going on and her progression with that sport. And it became even more apparent to us as we came through COVID here, how important they were to make sure that she was on the field because we couldn't go, go around recruiting trips. Yeah. We weren't allowed on campuses. Yeah. So recruiting was just non-existent. So we had to put video together. I did, um, of her games and we had to send it everywhere. So the fact that they were able to keep her on the field keep her healthy was the name of the game. I mean, that was the goal. This, that was the goal of the company selfishly help keep athletes uh, healthy and active. And they did that. So we were very fortunate to have two amazing athletic trainers at our high school that helped her. And uh, I think that's a good story to share. I think a lot of those um, recruits out there who are getting recruited right now uh, should thank their athletic trainers because they're a big, huge part of that process. And I know they were for us. Well, I know that, um, and for everybody listening right now, I mean, like you're listening to a guy that's basically created a company and a platform and only wants to make your job easier, only wants to help athletic trainers in a whole, literally hires athletic trainers, literally thanks his, his daughter's athletic trainers for helping his own daughter. I mean, if that doesn't intrigue you to go to healthyroster.com and, you know, check out what this company's doing, I, I don't know what will. I mean, I got hair standing on the back of my neck all, all, all the whole time he's talking, so it's good. Every, uh, every, it. every time I talk, we talk to you, I just think about the infrastructure that you have set up and how many ways, how helpful you can be. You, you have this ability to kind of shift and just take on anything that would happen in the athletic training realm and just be able to kind of adapt to it. It's just so fascinating to me. Yeah, thanks, Chad and Kevin. Um, that means a lot. I mean, we're always adapting. I mean, you either evolve or you die. I think, and in, in business especially, that's so true. You have to <laughs> you have to keep going. Um, you guys are living proof of that right now. You're evolving into what you guys are doing with this um, podcast now, live stream. It's amazing, um, but that's how you grow. Um, and you're going to hit some bumps along the way, and we are too. We launched uh, tons of new colleges this year. And we're getting feedback from colleges who are telling us, no, we used to do it this way. Um, can you do it this way? But we're listening. Um, we're building new uh, new things, and, and we're always going to be listening and always continue to evolve and get better. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Dan, I'll let you know, like, I've had a couple people that 
um, through this whole COVID process, they've lost their job. And so now they've had to get a new job and they've started at a new clinic or a new hospital system or whatever it is. But I've actually had a couple of people that have reached out and said, Hey, um, I'm kind of excited because the new high school I'm at, like we use healthy roster. And so it's kind of like, it's going to be a learning curve to like get used to a new platform, but I'm, I'm actually kind of excited because you guys talk about them. And so I think it's, it's the good work you're doing is getting out there. And, um, I think it's really fun. I I love being a part of it. So Dan, I don't know if you have the YouTube, uh, pulled up right now, but uh, we just got a comment from Emily Miller. She said, my coworker and I are currently looking into healthy roster instead of our current EMR. I love that there are so many ATs working on it constantly. So, uh, hopefully, Emily, you can reach out to Dan and the folks. Um, yeah, we'll post, we'll post at, his personal number real quick. Right yeah, now. here's Dan's personal <laughs> number. And in fact, we're going to do this again, healthyroster.com. Um, Dan, it's been awesome. It's been absolutely awesome. I'm glad we finally, I mean, our first live interview, it only could have been you. So I'm, yeah. I'm so happy this all worked out. Um is there any last so things? Any last things that you want to tell the folks? I mean, let them know about anything that's coming up. I mean, whatever it is, or just I mean, if you really want to sure. cheer on a team, I don't know. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm always cheering on my kids. We switched to volleyball season now for my son. He's All in right. volleyball season, so we're switching to him. But I will tell you one thing for my college athletic trainers out there. Got some big news coming. Um, we are now integrating with AG administrators which is a third party um so that is a big deal because we're going to be able to um automatically um submit those claims for you through healthy roster um you don't even need yeah it's just an automatic submission for who ag yeah interesting wowie yep yep and so we have a lot of um, power fives and division ones who came on this year with us and that was one of the biggest things they told me is that they need um, they need a easy way to submit that information, those claims. So we listened, we built it, um, we are testing it out right now, um, not too far down the street from you guys. Actually, right now we're testing it uh, as, today, as a matter of fact. So that's awesome. Um, stand really? by. We, yeah, we should have it. Uh, we should have it ready here in the next couple of weeks. Well, Dan, I just want to personally say, without you, this live stream isn't happening right now. Um, you guys at Healthy Roster were the first ones to really just buy into what we are trying to do here with the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. Uh, you were our first, you know, first sponsor a couple years ago when we met you guys at uh, the NATA convention when you could actually meet people. Um, it yeah. was just it oh my like gosh, how long ago was, was that? That was almost two years ago, and since and you know, it, none of this happens without Healthy Roster. So we appreciate you allowing this podcast to grow into. Whatever it's become, I don't know. It's still probably budding or whatever. But whatever it is, um, you know, it's all because of you guys. So we we do appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, th- I thank you guys as well. This has been fantastic. Uh, thanks for having me on today. You guys keep being who you are. Keep giving those ATs uh, an outlet and keep uh, sticking up for them and uh, giving them a resource to uh, show them how valuable they are. So right. appreciate what you guys do. We'll right. do our best, Dan. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care. We'll see you. Is he gone? Is he gone? He is, is he gone? Oh, God, he's gone. gone. Oh, yeah, there's oh. my screen now share. We, oh, did you see all the net numbers and things? Yeah, Yeah. hopefully cow. you didn't see my web browser there. <laughs> well, should well, we... Well, that was Dan. Should we do some... I we, think everybody knows Dan a little bit more now. Huh? Hopefully. Right? So if you ever have any questions... Fat bracket's got to change, mean, though. His fat bracket sucks. <laughs> Don't worry about <laughs> it. He's... I've, no faith in that, but he can run a company. Uh, should we do some weekly topics? Oh, you want to move on? 
Yeah, let's All try right, it. Let's do it. Wow. Oh, where do you want to start? What are you drinking over there? Um, sarsaparilla? Sioux City Sarsaparilla. Is that, Sars- what, is that what Ryan got Sarsa, you last week? Yeah, this is the one oh. that um, the Brew Fitness owner, Ryan, he got us for this for Sars- National Sars- Athletic Training Month. It's, I mean. Whiskey. S-A-R. The bottle. S-A-R. S-A-P. So that would be Sarsaparilla. But why do we call it Sarsaparilla? The no. R comes before the S. Sarsaparilla. Never mind. Forget it. Doesn't it, matter. English sucks. Is it root beer? It's root beer. <laughs> yeah, it's root beer. That's that's why. That's why we changed it to root beer. <laughs> <sighs> root anyway, beer. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the big stuff first? Or do you want to, like, tease them? No, let's tease. Well, oh. I mean, we've got a, another major announcement at the end of the show. We didn't even we mention huge, that. Huge, huge announcement at the end of the show. So stick around. Um... Uh, for the end of the show, we do we we have another announcement that you guys are going to want to stick around for. Should we get into so. some boring stuff then? Yeah, just let's a, let's traditional let's, boring candid athletic training things. Bore the hell out of these right, people. Let's, let's do it. How many right. of these people we can get? So uh, let's start with the old top five. How about we do a top five? Top of the morning to you five. Uh, Kevin, what? We did ask one hundred athletic trainers, <sighs> what's the most physically demanding task in athletic training? The physically, most physically demanding task. Okay. Um, number one, I, I mean, manual therapy, massage, massaging, right? Soft right. tissue massage, I'm going to say. Number two, carrying your kit. Just physically, I mean, it would, there's never been a longer walk from the athletic training room to said floor or court or <laughs> dugout or whatever the way, when you're carrying your kit. The way you said that. Made me think of like some sort of walk of shame. You're like, yeah, it is a little dragging bit of your kid behind you, just like, oh my god, Although, what did I do last night? I do remember a couple, like, <laughs> oh, how many me, walk of shames have you had in your life? A lot. <laughs> well, it just depended on my intern. Was my intern like on the ball or not on the ball? Because I'm not on the ball, so therefore. Oh my god! I can't tell you how many times the game would almost be starting, and, and somebody be like, "Oh, the kit's not out there, Vic." Whoops. Um, not talking about you, Connor. Connor, you were very good. You you always remembered. Is Connor on tonight? I don't know. Connor probably, he's, he doesn't even listen to us anymore. He's just feeding, I mean, he's just trying to get knowledge out of me every other week, but won't listen to my podcast for some reason. What Anywho, in the hell, Connor? Connor. I'm going to go back to my list. Coolers. Carrying coolers. Right. Anything you have to do with a cooler, I feel like, is physically demanding. I'm also going to say a little, like, so not necessarily like, oh, God, like, I'm just so, like, my muscles are so tired or, like, God, like, I just can't hold this kid anymore. But eating or the lack of eating, I think, is one of the most physically demanding tasks that we do as athletic trainers. Who eats? Because you either have to eat really fast and, you know, shove a whole plate of food in your freaking face really quick, or you have to not eat for really long periods of time. Therefore, it's the physically demanding. The stomach. Last but not least, standing. Just standing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if it's, 
especially if you got bad posture. I mean, holy cow, that's a it, it just sucks. Just standing, bad standing, posture. standing, standing. You're yeah. working on your posture right now. You've been working on it all night. <sighs> I can I can see you. Yes. Oh, Dan jumped on the live stream and hey, Daniel. Yeah, Dan, make sure you connect with some of these people. Yeah, read those comments, Dan. Woo. Um, okay. We got a top four this week. We got a top four? Yeah. Okay, why do we have a top four? I mean, because there was a big cutoff. Oh. <laughs> I, I can I can give you, I mean, there were actually a couple, like fifth place where they had three responses. Oh, okay. I don't want those then. Unless they're funny. I only want them if they're funny. We'll, we'll get to them. Okay. As honorable mentions, I guess. Number one is what? It was a runaway. Yeah. It was a freight train here. Freight train. I mean, can you see how many slashes I got? I Never see mind. slashes. I mean, it's like you're in prison. Just mm-hmm. counting the days right there. How many shanks I got? <laughs> <laughs> okay. In fourth place with six responses, uh, holding C-spine. Holding C-spine is physically demanding. That's not... You said, wait, in fourth place? Fourth place. You know what? That is physically demanding. <laughs> That's why six people said it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so holding C-spine, especially, you know, when you start getting that, pushing that 20, 30 minutes in that crouching tiger hidden athletic trainer position. Yes. Um, so holding C-spine came in fourth. We had a, a two-way tie for second place, nine responses apiece, um, just setting up the field. Now, there's going to be a caveat here. We'll so get to it in a though. second. And then... Um, physically assisting or picking up athletes sometimes can be physically demanding. We had a lot of walking at old linemen off the field sucks. Yeah. Um, so, uh, those each had nine responses and then in first place with 43, basically half the people that took this survey said coolers. Yeah. Carrying coolers, 10 gallons. Too much. You know what? Do you know how much a 10-gallon cooler weighs filled with? I don't. 83 pounds. 83 pounds? Well, 10 gallons of of water is 83 plus the plastic, so it's probably 85 to 86, yeah. That's probably a little less. Do you really put 10 gallons of water in it? I always put nine. Like nine and a half, yeah, because (laughs) there's nothing worse than filling it to the brim. That's interesting. I I never knew how much that weighed. Each gallon is 8.333 pounds of because I'm going to tell you, like, so the most physically demanding part of my day when I was back in baseball was spring training setting up the field because of the coolers. So I was number one and number three or whatever. But, you know, I mean, a lot of people were saying CPR on the... Uh, CPR would have been fifth place. Yeah. Tied for fifth place. Three responses for CPR. Three responses for um, travel, just basically your travel kit. Like, yeah. sometimes, like, pushing, like, especially if yeah. you're working college football. Well, like you were saying, not necessarily kit it the kit. It's like you're, you're loading your, your nine yeah. trunks on college football buses and stuff. So, yeah. um, Absolutely. The only reason I didn't say CPR is because I've never had to administer CPR. I have had to hold C-spine for a long time, and that was, like, I remember getting up from that, and when – the adrenaline wore off. I was like, oh, my God. I was doing that for a long time. My knees hurt. Yeah. Although, did I? Well, I guess I, I've stabilized a couple times. Never CPR, though. Have you ever given CPR? No. Okay. Thank no. God. Um, also, three years. I got to get recertified in CPR next month. Oh. Crap. Uh, hit, up, hit up my office mate. Dylan, you're 6'4"? Yeah. 
Jesus. Um, we Joseph. also had we also had how about this three Tall responses man. three responses for taping on a low table. Yeah, that is physically demanding. And then three 100%. responses for standing all day, which you said. I mean, like I'm all standing. I feel pretty good most of the day. If I have to tape somebody on a low table, my back hurts. Um, two people said sprinting. What do you sprint? <laughs> get, get across the field, yo. Mm. Um. Well, that brings up our like conversation way early in the podcast of like, do you yeah. sprint out there? Or do you just like do you do the trot? Somebody do you walk. <laughs> somebody said documentation is physically demanding. Agree or disagree? Your Agreed. fingers. Your fingers. That agrees. I agree with that. Uh, I'll tell you what. Stick rolling, dude. Stick massages, writing. When was the last time you wrote significant amount of words? Every time I write this, that's not a significant amount of words. Okay, you're right. Well, I use healthy roster, so I can talk to. That's true. I can EMR talk to. to I was dictate. I was writing a bunch of letters. And handwritten letters, handwritten letters, old school. Um, and oh my god, I could get through like. Think of like a thank you card. Yeah. I could get through like 10 and I was like, God, take a break. Like my hand hurts. Everything hurts. Like nobody writes anymore. It's amazing how hard it's, that is. You know what, what to me, the f- most physically demanding thing for me in a day? Well, one, sometimes standing can, you know, double headers, up my back, <laughs> my back will go out with me a little bit. But to honest to God, the hardest thing for me is holding Graston tools. My hands uh, cramp up. Yeah. When I try and do any sort of grasping for more than like ninety seconds, you know what's interesting. I got so, I got an FMK limit there of ninety seconds. Okay, all right. If you can't get grasped into ninety seconds, I you're not getting grasped by me. You know what's interesting is I, it, it seems counterintuitive, but I have a really heavy grasping tool. That's what I think. They're all heavy. I think no, that hurts. Mine's heavy. Like oh, you if, got if a heavy you tool. Have, Hear you, that? You heard that here, folks. Yeah. If you have, do you have Graston tools yes. or do you have Hawk Grips? We have Graston. You have Graston. So like mine is my, one of my former players, he makes things with metal. And so he made me one and it's freaking heavy and it actually makes my hand less sore and less tired really? because it's so heavy. I don't, one, it can just kind of rest in my hand. And then two, I don't have to work so hard on the athlete. She said it. Um, okay, uh, a couple other quick ones. Hamstring, Just, I mean, that was hamstring a, massages. That was like a, a treatment hack right there, by the way. Yeah, get heavier tools. Get yourself tools. some heavy tools. There you go. <laughs> you can learn on this podcast. Put it on the table. All right. PNF shoulder Show exercises. Yeah. 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 Especially when you hold your breath. Don't do, do that. Hip well, mobilizations. And some athletes think that they have to, like, throw you across the room. How about this? Somebody wrote down physically demanding to stand uh, to be outside in the weather for that long. True or agree or disagree? Agree. I do too. I think that's 100%. a great response. Being outside in the weather, physically have a response. I was shivering this weekend. Um, waking up early, physically demanding. Alyssa knows what I'm talking about. Waking up early is kind of physically demanding. Cutting off thick tape jobs. Ash. No. <laughs> no? No, you're just not doing it right. How about carrying a portable treatment table? That's always physically demanding. It's more awkward than actually physically demanding. All right. Last one. Being everywhere at once. <laughs> physically, physically demanding. Impossible. Yeah. All right. Well, that's your top five for this week. That's actually kind of fun. Yeah, it was. 
What's next? Pick a button. I did. What was it? F, Mary, and Mary Kill. And kills. FMK. Everybody's favorite game. F, Mary, Kill. Yeah. I came up with this one with the help of our good friend Alex from the gym here. Um, rehab. Lower, lower extremity rehab exercises. And I just want you to, I want to know. Single leg ones. Yeah. Step up, lunge, and then single leg RDL. Just do it. Just come on. Come on. Don't even think about it. Don't even think about it. Just do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. I'll marry the RDL. Okay. I'll marry the, uh, yeah. I'm going to marry the Romanian deadlift single leg version. I think it's a fantastic exercise. Okay. Um, I think it's going to be the best. One, you can use it. Uh, I suppose you can do the this with the lunge as well, but you're going to use it a little bit as a diagnostic tool, but you are also going to get uh, some therapy. Oh, it's also just a good exercise in okay. addition to the diagnostic side. Um, some good you're marrying course- it? I'm marrying it. Okay. I'm marrying the RDL. Um, definitely working the posterior chain. There's a little bit of a rotational component, which I really, really like, especially if you do it poorly. Um, fighting, you know, it's an anti-rotational Mm-hmm. Exercise, I should say. Then, mm-hmm. um, so I'll marry it a hundred percent of the time. Between the step up and the lunge, yeah, that's a little bit more challenging. I find value in both. Uh, I guess I personally just like. Ooh, I think I just like to step up a little bit more. Okay, I think it. Mimics a little bit more real world, real life, maybe some stairs. Eh, that might not be true. Kind of true. Um, I think... Depends on how small Man, I think that's tough. That's tough, actually, I, now that I'm thinking about it. Why are you thinking about it so much? Because lunge is a pretty damn good exercise, too. <laughs> and there's just a lot of variety. Uh, I'll, I'll switch my mind. I'll switch. I'll change my answer. Okay. I'll F the lunge because of the variety of it. You can do so many different versions of okay, lunges, okay, okay, even okay. though I think you're probably going to suck at most of them. Yeah. Um, I think just that you can try a lot of different positions is important. And then, so therefore, I'll kill the step up. Even though I really do like it in this situation, I'll kill it. So okay. Go ahead. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. Because you, when you were like, but you can try different varieties, I immediately was like, well, then you should fuck it. I mean, F it. That's what I did. Um, That's why I did. But I'm trying to convince myself oh. not to F it. Um, no, I won the argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I need to like, I need to change my choices. So I'm going to kill the lunge. I'm going to kill it. Okay. The reason I'm going to kill it is because I think too often it's a, it's a very simple exercise, right? Most most of us have done it. Most of our athletes like take it for granted that they're doing it right. Um, and I think most people don't actually get the benefit out of the lunge that they should be getting. I agree. Um, I and mean, so and I, and it's part I of wanna, the FMS for a reason. Like it yeah. is a basic movement. It's like one, the. I mean, one of the three most basic movements. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, it's it is mimicking somewhat of a. Just, I mean, walking even. <laughs> like, if can you separate the two sides of your body and lunge, right? Yeah. Um, and, or really squat kind of too. I'm still going to kill it. 
I am going <laughs> to marry, I'm going to marry the step up and I'm going to marry the step up mainly from the reason of, I do, I like it also as a little bit of a diagnostic tool. The step up? Yep. And then I also like that with the step up, you can incorporate just like a little bit of hip mobility and ankle mobility. Sure. Right. And so I think I would rather somebody work towards that, like, you know, the knees over toes kind of idea and like, where should your knee be in space and blah, 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 while doing a step up versus a lunge. I think it's a, I think it's a better tool to like go through that process. That's where I was originally going. And then in, at the last minute, well, the, got, the variety, got dirty, I got, got dirty. dirty. Yeah. Got dirty. I, want, I wanted to go, so I wanted to try as many positions. I'm married. Yeah. I need to try as many positions as I can right Absolutely, now. Absolutely, man. Like just when, when in Rome, do it, right? <laughs> um, so that leaves me F in the single leg RDL. Yeah. Right? Because like Nate says here, you got to keep things hard and straight apparently. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I mean like in line and then like, you know, it's all about the booty to me. Right, if you're not feeling it in the booty, like you're not doing an RDL right. Booty, 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 yeah. rocking everywhere. And that's what I got. All right, uh, Nate said, "Kill lunge, marry the step up." I love doing eccentric, negative step downs. Oh yeah, baby. And he, like I said, f the RDL because nice you got to keep things slow, Nate. Nice and slow. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Um, no one else. Everything else was old comments. All right. Shall we? Yeah. Let's do um our friend or foe. Friend or foe. Well, this is going to be a good one. Yeah. In fact, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. we shall have, mm-hmm. uh, we put it up. Oh, last week we did, I don't even remember what we did. I don't even remember where I was going with that. What? What is our friend or foe, Kevin? I got to pull it Sleeping up on, on social a bus. media. Oh yeah, sleeping on a bus. You you originally said sleeping on a road when on I, the road. Yeah. But we've we've listened to our our, you know, listeners. Constituents. Yeah. I don't know our what else? <laughs> Followers, I guess. Candidates. Um candidates. Um sometimes we don't bring in like kind of that high school athletic trainer because we just we don't have the experience of it, right? But I think every high school athletic trainer has been on a bus with their darn team driving somewhere and you're like the last thing i want to do is be on this bus driving somewhere because i'm tired friend or foe sleeping on the bus we put it on social media what what do our constituents 62 percent said friend 38 percent said foe and then if we scroll down here we got dylan campbell oh god dylan Dylan, Dylan took a picture. Oh, this is the this is what I didn't see, Dylan. The sleeper. I didn't know you were so. You had a sleeper bus, dude. I didn't. Wow, you're living the life, man. Holy cow! He's, he's got it. He's got Jeez. it made. I need. I wanted to try a sleeper. Is that bus in your too. contract? I mean, we talked about some contracts last last week. Oh, I wonder no. if you put that in your contract. Oh, I just screwed the whole damn thing up. There we go. Did you just end the podcast? <laughs> no, yeah, I sure did. Did you really? No, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> no, I didn't. I just hit the wrong camera. Social media switched. now, like I'm seeing it over here because this is what you, this is what you guys are seeing because me and him are just a tad ahead of you guys right now. But by the time you, I get to see what <laughs> what happens with you, holy cow, that is a beer, big beer can. It, yeah. 
Holy cow. Anywho, sleeping on a bus. I want to know what your opinion is because mine's three years old. <sighs> I suck at sleeping on the bus. Mm-hmm. I wish I could. I dozed off for, okay, so Alyssa uh, just asked me how Athens went. I was just in Athens, Ohio. Um, we played the University of Ohio, Ohio University. Um, I They kicked our butt, Alyssa. Don't worry about it. It was cold. And we we went we what got swept. So. What was the temperature? Uh, low forties. Low forties. Yeah, Ben was super nice though. Ben, uh, who covered baseball, he was he was a great host. He was super friendly, great guy. Does um, he listen to the podcast? Uh, he I think he's going to start. Oh okay. He had right. not. So I won't I won't rag on him yet then. Yeah. Um, I actually napped on the bus for about five or ten minutes on the way there. I was listening to. Another podcast, and I dozed off. Okay. On the way there. On the way there. When did you leave? We left Central Time. It was 11 a.m. Friday. Thursday. Thursday. Thursday, we left at 11 a.m. It was about a nine-hour bus ride. Ooh. And we lost an hour. far. Yeah. And we lost an hour, so we got into Athens about 9.30 p.m. Okay. All right. Just in time for bed. And that's the weirdest thing is... Being on a bus for nine hours and you get off and you're tired. So weird. It's like incredible. How do you get tired just being on a bus doing nothing? But every time. Because physically you're uncomfortable. Like we were talking about earlier. Like just standing outside in the elements or whatever. Like physically just standing there or just like not moving or like whatever. Like it creates, oh my God, you get tired. I think part of it's that I'm on my phone so much trying to do like social media for the podcast or whatever. Well, tell these or, guys to stop begging you for more social media posts. <laughs> no, we, we, God, that's the jerks. best part. You're the that's one, the best part of you it. You guys are the reason he is not sleeping yeah. on a bus. Um, oh. So I'm going to say, I wish I could. I wish it was my friend, but it's not. It's my foe. All right. It's like it's like a competition. Uh, you just can't get comfortable. Maybe it's a tease because, like I said, maybe you can fall asleep for like three Minutes or something, and all of a sudden, you're you're. So I'm not a, a, I'm not a contortionist. I yeah. can't I, I can't sleep like that. It's just not healthy. My back. I'm 43 years old. My back's my already back. jacked up. My back. My back. My back. So 43. I'm to my me, back. sleeping on the bus is a foe. All right. I agree with Emily Miller. Foe never comfy, so you don't actually sleep, and you always wake up yeah. kind of groggy. Hannah says hell no. She refuses to ride a freaking school bus. She'll drive her car every time over. Riding a, a, cheese, a cheese wagon. A cheese wagon. Uh, Scott said foe. First time, Hannah. Never heard of that. Yeah, foe uh, passes the time, but there is no comfy. Po- no, yeah, there's no comfy. Um, Dylan so, probably the, is going to say friend because he's got like. Well, he's got a sleeper bus. Yeah. I mean, legitimately, holy cow, you might as well sleep on the bus instead of at your, ho- at your own home. Okay, hold on. Here, Sammy says friend because it's the only way she can get through motion motion sickness. Oh, well, they'd definitely be a friend then. Yeah, you can just shut it down. How many drinks do you have to have, Sammy, to pass out on that thing? Oh, man. (laughs) And Zach said ever since he was a kid, he's been unable to sleep in cars, buses, etc. He's been able to sleep on planes, but something about the motion of wheeled, grounded vehicle, he can't do it. See, I'm the opposite. So... I can't I can't sleep on a plane anymore. But I can I could sleep on a bus. But granted my bus trips were longer than typical plane rides. 
or like your nine hour trips. All right. So what did you say? You also left. See, and, and this is what's unfair. You left at eleven o'clock. Yeah. Oh, and then am you I really going to sleep in the in yeah, a like nap you were, in the afternoon? Yeah, exactly. That's a really tough. I used to when we would travel in the minor leagues because it was always bus, right? Um, I those trips that were like we left midday. I, it was really hard for me because I wanted to u- utilize this time of not being able to do anything, not really getting, like, I can't enjoy myself. The only thing I can do is watch something on, like, my phone or whatever um, and sleep. Like, sleep if I can, right? Sleep when, sleep when you can. And if it was those midday trips, you never could sleep because, I mean, you're not supposed to be sleeping. But those overnight trips that I would take, and that's where I'd ha- I have to say it's a friend because in my world, it was sleep when you can. Like legitimately. Yeah. like So you could do it. You could pull it off. Yeah, but like, again, I'm well, one, I'm not 6'4". That's true. Um, I can contort myself a little bit. <laughs> and I figured out, that, I mean, now, I never had to share a seat with anybody. Like I had my own row. So, I mean, if you put two seats together – I used to put my little carry-on bag in the seat next to me, and I could prop my feet up on it, and then I would literally bring a pillow. I'd bring a full-size pillow on the bus with me, and I would use that as, like, my basically my mattress oh, yeah. against my bag. Yeah, I'll, I'll use a pillow, Yeah, and I'll try and put my feet up. I mean, I try, I try to sleep. I'll lay down. I'll, I'll try it. I just... I will tell you. I, I never, have a hard time sleeping in a regular bed, though. Yeah. So, so sleeping I, on a bus is, like... I agree with that. Like, I don't sleep well normally. <laughs> so if I don't sleep well on a bus, it's just like, oh, well, I still got sleep. Like, it's still just, it's sleep to me. I got so many rip your burps over here. This yeah? is incredible. Interesting. Sorry. I don't have any. Good podcast. I have no <laughs> high and tight. Broken Bat Brewery, high and tight. I have no <laughs> high and tight brewery, uh, burps. Kyle said, "Foe, he saw Final Destination too many times." <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, shit! All right. Yeah. Uh, we What's good next? on that? Oh, we got it. Um, it is. It is time. It's time, man. This is this Get is intense. Ready I'm, to rumble. rumble? Yeah. Okay. Let, let me just preface this. Saying. I definitely don't deserve a million dollars for saying that. <laughs> uh, What's preface. What do you? I don't know his name. Okay, so how, what did you think about the fat brag? We didn't, when we recorded last week, we hadn't filled it out. What did I think about the fat brag? Yeah. I, I, very tough. Yeah. Very tough. Who's in your final four? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I'll pull it up. You keep talking. Okay, I got, my, my bracket is going to be done after, in the next 10 minutes because I know, I just have a feeling like, the people I have in the final four, they're all losing to the first round. Not all of them, but I think two of them will. Yeah, your, yours is going to be messed up because number one, Dembe, and then number Dembe, two, Marty I got Bird. Dembe winning the whole thing from Blacklist. I think I have Wanda in the upper right bracket. I think I have Wanda and uh, Dembe on that side. And then the left side, I have Marty Bird from Ozark. And I literally sat down – I. I talked about several of my athletes, and it took me about 45 minutes to decide a second-round matchup between Marty Bird and Vision. And I was going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And I was like, Vision is going to be good, but I think Marty Bird is all, like, 
when they got down to it, I was like, Marty Bird actually is way better than I thought when we originally did the Ozark talk. There's just way more to him that I think we didn't talk about at the time. And now I'm I'm more excited about him as an athletic trainer. Really? And then I have Ahsoka to know in my okay. final four as well. My final four is Vision, Bumblebee, Hawkeye, and Wanda. Vision, Bumblebee, Hawkeye, Wanda. So you got yeah. three of the four Marvel characters. I yeah. know I Bum- saw. No. Yeah. 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 And then Bumblebee. And Bumblebee. And my, I mean, I have Hawkeye winning it with Vision against Hawkeye. Okay. So we saw some, we saw some brackets that got, if you posted it on social media, we kind of saw your bracket. Otherwise, we, we, ha- we haven't really seen what most people have. I'll be back. Kevin left the program. I think he's pissed. Oh, so um, this is fun. I'm going to wait for him for just a second here. Okay, so we have, I got to pull up the survey here. So if you're on the live stream, let us know what your final four was. Alyssa said Marty Bird, Wanda, Dembe, and Thor. So she agrees with me on two, actually three of the four. Alyssa and I are on the same same page here. So uh, Dylan has Bumblebee, iPhone, Amazon, and Sully with Bumblebee taking home Ooh, the Sully gold. like Dan. Yeah. Dylan's got Bumblebee winning the whole thing. Yeah. <sighs> So I, I I filled out my bracket based on who I thought would win. Oh, not on who you think would make? Correct. Hi, Ed. Miss you too. Ed's just jumping Whatever, on Ed, for thanks just for a coming in. second. Well, I mean, like, can we start now, Ed? I mean, like. <laughs> let's let's go back. Uh, Jennifer says Hawkeye, uh, iPhone, uh, the queen. That's awesome. And Claire Huxtable. The queen. So I almost had the queen. Like, I really want to put the queen in the final four. The only reason I didn't was just like, you know what? It's an inanimate object. Claire Huxtable might, could, uh, I could see her winning the thing. Not, I don't, I can't see her winning it, but I can see her making the best athletic trainer. Uh, we got a Wanda Hawkeye, John Snow, Ahsoka, a Vision, Ahsoka, Wanda Hawkeye, a lot. Okay, Vision, Ahsoka, Jill Taylor, Sully. Holy cow! John Snow, Thor, Raymond Reddington. And Hawkeye, Raymond Reddington winning it all. Rick Cox, you're my new favorite. Other than the fact you got the wrong blacklist character. Chad, can you like, could you put your, can you can you get your camera up? Pull up your camera on your phone. Pull up my camera. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we got. Pull up your camera so on your phone. This was so much fun. Pull up your camera. Come on. And I'll split the screen or whatever. Like on, on the okay, hang on. Thing. Give I us mean, one second. This like, is if you're seeing this live and you know a better way to do this, like let us know. Um, I don't know if you this can is see. What, this is one of Nate's, right? Yes. So this is one of Nate's. You just have to see how much writing is on this I, bracket. I want. Okay. <laughs> Legitimately, I'm going to go through this a little bit. It's, I don't know who this is. It's it's a K dot Rolt or something. So Nate, you're going to have to let us know. But like this person wrote down something. A, a quality of every single person on here and then has in the middle um, AT characteristics, ideal AT characteristics, critical thinking, sarcastic, emotionally handle like emotionally handling other people's stuff. Um, not too sensitive, intelligent people skills can handle different um, conversations maybe can lead can leave politics out of treatment. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's uh, a great rough point. Knowledge of anatomy. <laughs> <Rogers> <laughs> rough. rough. 
So loosely. Well, unless, I mean, like, if you're in Arkansas, you don't so, have to know anything. Yeah. No, I, I, Did you see that? No. Oh, you're, you missed a shit storm oh, in the last okay. 48 hours. Arkansas well, is, we can, we can, del- no, we'll have to save that for next week. So, I mean, so this person has Raymond Reddington in the final four. Underneath Raymond Reddington, murder, so knows some anatomy and not afraid of blood or trauma. Raymond? Yeah. It's so I, this is the this is the best bracket I've ever seen in my entire life. Like I all I want to do is go back and Well, let's give her a prize. I, okay. Well, Dylan, Arkansas deserves shade. What He's happened? just coming. So some legislator, just, just some tell me what, some yeah. lobbyist went on and basically said athletic trainers don't know shit. So that we should not be, it, it just, it was a shit dump. Oh. Basically just threw athletic trainers under the bus um, in favor of um, physical therapy. And it didn't go too well with the AT Twitter folk. So uh, everyone is already rallied. I don't feel like we need to, well, we should pile on. Well, I, I mean. I'll show it to you after, but this, whoever this, this, whoever this jack wagon. Is, yeah, jack wagon. Come on this podcast. Let's see what you got to say. Yeah. We got live features now. I mean, we'll we'll yeah. get you on FaceTime. Let's go, buddy. Or, <laughs> he he or ma'am, survive. ma'am, yeah. or no, buddy. It was, a, Let's it was see. a dude. That's funny. So they were just piling on athletic trainers for not knowing anything. Yeah, basically saying we we only can do muscles and tendons, and we can't do any sort of other now. Okay, so issue. My question. I, this would be my first question. Oh, well, we are getting so All far right. off. It's gonna, would you? Yeah, this is like, good. Are you saying this because you only, you want athletic trainers to only be able to do that? Or you really think that your education or PT's education was that much different than an athletic trainer's education that we wouldn't be able to do more than just like poke muscles and tendons and ligaments or something? Because you know what? I'll have to show you the tweet. Buddy, and then next week, maybe we'll just do a deep dive hey, on this ass clown. You know what? Listen, Chief. Um, you get on my table and then you get on your friend's table. That's a PT and let's, let's, let's hash this out. Right. Let's go. All right. So back to the fat, fat bracket real quick. Oh, sure. Okay. <sighs> Sorry. Cause if we, if we go down that rabbit hole, Kevin, we're never coming back. What? Okay. We'll do it next week. I swear. We're, we're yeah, going to rant on rant on rant next we week. We got a little rant later too. So yeah, I'm not, so, I'm not upset at you right now. Um, man, that last the- beer I had was way better than this. What you just described and the fat bracket that Nate's athlete filled out is 100% why we do this. And my favorite part of this whole thing is just the the thought process behind what makes a good athletic trainer. Whoever. And what everyone identifies something yeah. new and something special and something unique about all these characters, which is why it's a fun segment. Yeah. It's, it's just why we do the segment. Every week. and It's literally why we do the segment. Like all the comments we got. Everyone, when they emailed their bracket in, saying the cha- like the this is so much fun. Champions. We it just made me so happy for people that kept saying how fun this is. And we had high school teachers giving it to their AT students and using it as a part of a class lecture when things didn't go right. How cool was um, that? It just like I just got some um, another direct message on social media. Um, somebody offered it as extra credit to one of their athletic training you know courses. It's just the way. It's how just fun. How great is that? So, that being said, we don't know who won the first round. We're going to pull Let's that go. up right now. In fact, I'm going to show you guys. Let's we go. we literally don't know. This is going to ruin my night. 
Oh, everybody's We're judging. We're going to go survey oh, market. So you can see right apps, here. What other apps do you have on your phone? It is can judge? 185, 194 people started nope. the vote. Some and people didn't complete it. Yeah, nine people couldn't make it through the 32 questions. So here we go. You want to document this, Kevin? Uh, sure. Here we go. Who would make the better athletic trainer? Zach Morris, 71%. Got it? Not shocking. Oh, iPhone. Hold on. I opened the wrong one. Okay. Okay, Zach Morris. Zach Morris. iPhone, 85%. Wow. Barney Stinson, 61%. Mm. This is so exciting. Netflix, 84%. Oh, that was your upset special. Ah. You said creamy peanut butter could make it. I think the the next one makes or breaks my entire night. Yes. Marty Bird loses to Forrest Gump. You oh. all are... F- I, I'm Come on. <clears throat> Dan did bring up a good point. Just because you care... Never mind. I'm so mad. I'm actually more mad than when Doc Ock lost last year in the first round to I'm Jason not. Bourne. I can understand. Well, I can Bourne understand. Jason Bourne was much stronger. I'm sorry. America got this one wrong. Man, that breaks my heart. A million and a half people that voted on that vision can't be that wrong. Oh, vision only got eighty six percent of the vote, which is a lot. But I mean, <laughs> Ralph got fourteen percent. That is incredible. It's actually pretty wild. Uh, Quill from the Mandalorian, sixty four percent. That's right. And now we are. Oh, here we go. And the last one at the top Jon right, Jon Snow, eighty two percent. So that's your upper left hand bracket. I want to know how many people knew who Bernie Brewer was. Yeah, it's just Milwaukeeans. All right, here we go. We Ahsoka at? to know. 59%. That's actually really close. Way closer. Holy cow. I saw somebody who had animal train. One of our tennis athletes said um, animal trainers w- won the whole thing. Oh, my. I was incredible. I don't think their bracket's oh, look at how, doing well. All right, here we go. Can you tell me? Peter LaFleur, LaFleur. 61%. Bumblebee, 82%. <laughs> That's fun. Thor, 80% over Clark Griswold. Oh, Yoshi with an upset. Yoshi? Over, over Claire Huxtable, 62%. Uh-oh. You just said Claire Huxtable could win this whole thing. I did. No, I didn't. I said I don't think she will, but I think she would actually be a very good athletic trainer. That's a, that's, a, that's a big upset. I don't know how you've over Yoshi. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Ruth Langmore. 63% over vampires. Right. That's that's a tough... That's not That doesn't bode well for her long term. It does not. Uh, oh, Donkey, 58% over Red Foreman. Oh. That was my... That was my total... Like, that was my hardest first-round matchup, for sure. That was not. Uh, and the last one, Bobby Boucher over Mike oh. from Breaking Bad. What a joke. That definitely probably ruins my bracket. <laughs> what a joke. Oh, my God. It's actually a bad look for athletic trainers. Okay. So. Uh, okay, here we go. Upper right-hand bracket. Wanda, 87%. Shacker. Over ghosts. Um, oh, Optimus Prime with a slight upset over Kitty Foreman, 60 to 40. Jerry the Mouse was my upset special. He pulls through with an 81% over really? hamburgers. 81%. I mean, I've hit 81% of the vote for Jerry Mouse. 
Jesus, people. Think about a hamburger. <laughs> hamburger. Think about all the things that hamburgers I could, could do. I could do. eat a hamburger right now. I mean, they're layers. No. They're surrounding you. They Here, taste good. Peter Venkman from Ghostbusters, 57% oh, over Twitter. Thank God. Yeah. I was worried about oh, this that. Oh, this is a steamroll right here. I knew it. Oh, this was my lock of the week last week. Sully, 95% of the vote over the oh, Tin Man. What about Pod- Podrick? Is that next? That's next. Okay. Yeah, I think you put it backwards on the bracket, but that's okay. I put it backwards on the bracket when the bracket was made before you made that thing? I don't think so, Chad. You're right. (laughs) Podrick. Okay. Loses. Damn it. I'm pissed off now, too. 60% for Lily Aldrin, How I Met Your Mother. I mean, I love Lily, but really? Yeah, yeah, it's a bad, yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Wow, 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 wow. This is a close one. 54% 54% advancing Raymond Reddington over Cara Dune. That's a fun one. Uh, here that we go. The, that is the right one, though. Like, that's it absolutely. Is, it is, like, it is. I, I'm glad it went that way. I think, I, you know what I was worried about when I was filming <laughs> it off? Like, Cara, because Cara Dune is, I mean, she's obviously in the news a lot right now. And, like, I was, I was either Raymond was going to, like, walk away with it or I was going to think people were going to vote for Cara Dune just because. Mandalorian's Ray- popular right now. Yeah, and but Raymond is would be a much better athletic trainer. Nate, Nate posted this on social media. He just There's a comment. What? Sully's a child predator sneaking into children's <gasps> rooms, according to one of my athletes. Oh, gosh. Uh, another huge upset here. Oh, my God. No way. Buddy the Elf, 66% oh <laughs> over the queen. Come on. <laughs> See, people are just voting. They're voting with their heart, not their mind. Yep. Oh, God. Is that the second 15 seed to lose? Um, Mike? Yeah. And Dembe is a two seed as well. Dembe is going to lose. If three two seeds lose, that's incredible. Yeah. All right. In the lower right bracket, right? Mm-hmm. Hawkeye, 87% winning over Austin or, yeah, over Fat Bastard. Yes. Uh, oh, an another close one. one. Eight seed Johnny Rose sneaking by Toad, Ooh. 54-46. I totally had Toad. Thing. Amazon Prime, 87% sure. over Scooter. Oh, my God. Happy Gilmore, 30. Uh, yeah, two to what? one, basically. 66% for Happy Gilmore. Okay. He advances over President Whitmore. Uh, Jesse Pinkman, 57%, okay. passing Donna from the 70s show. Yep, 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 yep. Princess Fiona, 77% over Alexis Rose. Makes sense. Mike Wazowski over Jill Taylor. And my heart. The moms, well, I guess Lily won. We got one out of four moms moving forward. Moms. All right. My heart is actually racing right now because there's only one matchup left, and it's my winner, and I think he's going to lose first round. This is going to break me. All right, dude. Oh, that's close. Jeopardy advances (laughs) 54% (laughs) over Dembe. I am... I can't. I. I am. I'm what done. You, okay. I'm not even. You can take the rest want, of the show. Do the. Just, do the rest of the. Do the rest of the show yourself. Yeah. No. It's. Uh, it's wanna, on you. I want to bring up because you know what our good friend Dave Yeager. No. No. This is bullshit. Up, so he said Jeopardy first aired in 1964. 57 years is pretty good endurance. Its philosophy and treatment methods stand the test of time. That's, that was his argument for Jeopardy. He's wrong, completely wrong. Watch the show for 
yeah, uh, a couple episodes, and you'll understand why Dembe is definitely a phenomenal athletic trainer. Um, but wow! So wait, we had th- so, okay. So we either we really I'm not talking anymore. We my, don't. My we podcast don't know how to is over. Seed, we don't know how to seed fat brackets. I guess we did a really well. Did we do a good job last year? It makes it fun. It, it makes the whole thing fun. I think we know how to, we know how to seed one seeds. We just do not know how to seed two seeds. Apparently, I'm right. so pissed off. I'm so Here I'm so go. I'm it's so gonna mad. Be, it's going to be a different different okay. world. Okay, so that's your first round. No, hold on, not yet. <laughs> we got it. So here's what happens now. Yes, one. He's back, everybody. He's I'm back. I no, I'm not back. <laughs> I'm just doing this because I have to stay be professional here. <sighs> You Give don't me, have to do anything. Yeah, Chad. You're right. This is your Okay, podcast. here we go. No, it's our podcast. It's just about the athletic trainers. It's not about me. Stop being selfish. You're an athletic trainer. Okay. Round two, we will put up tomorrow for voting. And we're going to do it four days. Round two. So we're going to put another link. We're going to take this, the, the link for the round one down off the website. Uh-huh. Tomorrow we put up a link for uh-huh. round two survey. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to run that through March 12th. We're going to go every four days here. Yep. So on March 12th, uh, we will advance people to the Sweet 16. Correct. And then next week, Monday, we'll be in the middle of round of the Sweet 16 round, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, but we won't always have an announcement like this. This is actually fun to do tonight, but we won't do it going forward. No. Um, so you're just going to every four days, we're going to put up a new round. So um, if you are listening to this, delayed I, this podcast if you are not on the live stream um you can still participate you can still fill out a bracket you won't win um but you and you can still vote yeah. you can go to our website yeah, you can you can you should still vote on it and you can influence <laughs> who wins this whole thing you, you can. can pick you know maybe i thought Demi was going to go to the second round but now i have to choose between jeopardy and what Jeopardy and Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. So now I get I get to, it, it. Each week is a new debate. Dude, Jeopardy, it's not the debate I wanted to do, but it's still fun. Jeopardy might. Jeopardy sucks. Dude, Jeopardy might make Kmart it to, sucks. Wapner. Dude, Wapner. Jeopardy's gonna make it to like the at least the elite eight. I think. Dembe at least would be the best athletic trainer out of all these people. It's not even close. I'm so pissed off. It's All gonna, right, I I predict it's going to be Jeopardy against Hawkeye. <laughs> in that in that region? Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah, that's going to be nuts. It probably will be. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, so yeah, we'll post the new survey. I'm going to keep the blank or the original PDF of the fat bracket up there, just in case you want to download and like redo it. But I will actually also post an updated one as well on the website, so just you, so you can follow along. You can find the blank. Bracket, if you want to do this with your athletic training students or friends or whatever, yeah, whatever, it's that's the fun of it. Um, and then we'll have the current bracket available so you can yeah. see all the results. Very Absolutely. cool. Well, that is all our weekly topics, which means it's time to rant on some shit. <laughs> time to rant. Yeah, go for it. I'm still recovering from Dembe. <laughs> Chad. And, and Marty. Chad, I'm going to ask you a question real quick. Nope. I'm going to ask you a question. Yep. Um, <laughs> is it okay for an athletic trainer to leave their position in the middle of a season 
or school year? Go. Yeah, last week we talked about contracts and zero comebacks or zero contracts, one year contracts, three year contracts, and it w- it really opened up a fun conversation here. There's so much turnover in this profession. It's incredible to me. Uh-huh. Um, True. Is there a good time to leave your job? No. You're all like, and I feel like here's the crux of it. Um, I feel like most there's two there's two parts of this problem. One, um, most sports are year round in some capacity. Even though you have quote unquote an off season, yeah. you never really have an off season. No, there's there's getting ready for a season and the we're recovering from the season, yep. preparing for the next season, um, which is in itself a whole different topic about how out of whack sports are. We don't understand what's important. Um, they shouldn't be year round. That's why. No. Kids are breaking down in all sports, in all levels. Definitely a big reason. So that's number one. Number two is the hiring process is atrocious most places. Mm. It takes forever to get somebody hired. So now you're really just spreading, you're just burdening, you're burdening other employees. Not intentionally because honest to God, everybody, nobody owes anybody anything other than themselves. You have to do what's best for you. So if you find a position that you want and it's it's better for you, it's better for your family, by all means, you need to do it. You should take a job yes, that makes you happier or makes your family, puts your family in a better position. Yes. Um, so... You should leave if you are offered an opportunity. Um, now, do you feel guilty when you leave? Most people do because, one, you're just sticking, at least, you know, you're sticking other people with more work. Mm-hmm. So is there a great time to leave? Maybe right after a season, before the next season starts. It would be the best, the most ideal time. Um, but even then, sometimes... So we had an employee just this last year, uh, my friend Andrew. Uh, he was our men's basketball athletic trainer. He he announced that he was leaving early in the summer. Basketball is off. Sports don't even start until August, September. Bas- so when, did, basketball, when did he leave? He left. His last day was like, I want to say like June. I want to oh. s- say it was June or early July. Do you think he do you think he already knew he was going to leave in the middle of the basketball season? Nope. Not necessarily, no. Okay. I mean, maybe, I don't know. But it does So he left in June. And then especially in a year where there was a pandemic and we didn't have anything in the fall? Yeah. You would think, "Oh, that's not that bad." It took our school 4 and a half months to fill his position. We didn't have somebody until December. Right. So now we're all covering, we're all helping out, covering that sport. Yeah. It shouldn't take four months to hire somebody. And maybe it's just 
Maybe that's just my school. So if you're on the live stream, and let us know if it's the same. Maybe I'm just overreacting to my situation. Um, but well, Nate, the, Nate between, said the same thing. Okay, so Nate said they had somebody leave in the middle of the semester, last semester, but um, they're still they they still haven't replaced that person, and they're still all figuring out how to. It's such it's such a true the whole thing. It's like a, a house of cards. It's a trickle down effect, whatever you want to call it. Because I mean, let's just face it. Um, I would assume the pecking order goes like this. People want to get to professional sports. So if a professional sure. sports position opens up, people will leave whatever college position uh, or other professional position to take a, a job at the professional level. And then you have to just fill upwards. So maybe somebody, maybe you, now the person that left their college position to take a, a, a job in pro sports, that position has to be filled. Maybe it's from uh, somebody goes from D2 to D1, and then somebody has to go from high school to fill the D2 spot, and then somebody has to fill the high school spot. So it's always a trickle-down. And the turnover in this profession is it's, it's mind-boggling to me. And it, it's, and it feeds upon itself because all of a sudden now everyone's more stressed out because you have more responsibility because everyone's covering more than they should be because somebody just left and now somebody else gets burned out so they leave. And now it just starts all over again. It's a vicious cycle. The vicious cycle that is athletic training. Yeah, sorry. I, think, I, um, I just went on a big rant there, so you go. As you should. Um, well, because my world is much different like than yours now. And I, I'm, I'm not in this. I Honestly, you would have asked me this question five, six, seven years ago. The thought of leaving my job in the middle never occurred to me. Ne like, no. You just in, don't do it. Impossible. Could not do it until my job started really effing with my life. My job started really effing with my life, and so I literally told my significant other, if X doesn't happen, I'm going to be on the next plane home, and I'm telling them that. And there was a switch because um, I felt like in my position I was being taken advantage of and I was not being thought of as a human. I was being thought of as this like entity that just covered things. And so, therefore, I honestly wanted to give a big old middle finger to the person that was telling me that I could not still live life and have a job. And that's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous that we've created a world that athletic training has to be this one job that we get paid like shit and then you have to cover everything all year long. And if you leave your job, you should feel guilty about it. That being said, I think what makes good athletic trainers is partially the fact that we would feel guilty about leaving in the middle of the season because we care about the other person that's across from us. We care about the other athletic trainers we work with. We care about our strength and conditioning staff. The we athletes care, we that you've been helping. We care about our athletes. Yeah. We even care that like maybe even that our boss is going to have to figure out how to hire somebody to fill this position. And a lot of you are t talking about, and we're in a weird situation, obviously, right? Like, 
we're transitioning back into like regular culture and you know regular amount of jobs and blah 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 but like so there's not a lot of hires going on if you get hired you feel extremely lucky um you a lot of people are i mean i know many athletic trainers are taking jobs because they lost it and now they're taking jobs that they're eh, this isn't my ideal but i i have to pay bills whatever i think the crux of this conversation being is it okay if you leave mid-year, mid-school year, mid-season, honestly, it has to be. It has to be okay. We ha- I really think we have to get the profession to a point where because we care so much about each other that if somebody really needs to leave, somebody really, like, the best thing for their life is to move on from what they're doing or... Honestly, like, Chad, if you, uh, okay, so a hypothetical situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, what's the really good baseball school? Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Right? Vanderbilt is literally, like, all of a sudden their athletic trainer can no, they, they, like, leave or they no longer can perform their duties and Vanderbilt calls. We've heard really good things about you, Chad. We would like to interview you for a position, blah, 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 blah. We're going to pay you X. You are going to now, like, I hope, work at one of the prestigious baseball schools. This, 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 and this, and this, and this. Aside from your life right now, like, I'm just saying Chad, like, not Chad that just has like a newborn and Chad that's married and, you know, trying to just establish things in Milwaukee. If Chad wants to interview for that position to improve his life and maybe realize something that like, I want to work at like the top division one baseball school, blah, 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 Arizona state, whatever it is, nobody should look at you and say, you're being a bad employee. No. Nope. You know what? You do that, and when that person asks me for a reference, or when that person calls and says, "Oh, how's Chad as a, you know, an athletic trainer? Like, does he work well with administration?" Ah, oh, no. Like, he's terrible. Blah, blah. Like, he's like clearly he leaves in the middle of seasons. He's just going to do the same to you. No, f you. You are looking out for you, and I think that's okay. We look out for everybody else all the time, and then the moment. We try to look out for ourselves. Everybody says you're being a bad athletic trainer. And that's horrible. Yeah. That's why people leave this profession. That's why there's turnover. Because we sit there and we're like, oh, I hate this job. I hate this job. I hate this job. And then we finally get this little window that we can leave. And then we leave. And it, like, and that's what happens. Or because there's a lot of things that make us want to leave because there's bad paying jobs and whatever. We live too far away from home and whatever. But I think it's ridiculous that we don't support each other more in that. I think everyone understands. It's just such a hard thing. I just feel like there's so much guilt associated with it. Life's hard. Oh, Jennifer is all about that. She says, go, Kevin, go. Um, I, I yeah, know. I agree. I think you have to do what's best for you. You have to do what's best for your family. Um, now, now here's the thing. You look at uh, me and you are coworkers, and you're you're okay. Me and you are UW Milwaukee. You're the baseball. I'm the um, volleyball athletic trainer, 
and you like randomly like in the middle of the seat and say, I just can't handle this anymore. I need to leave. Like I would look at you and be like, you either need to nut up or shut up because <laughs> you're not leaving for something that's better. Don't don't just leave because you're like nah, I don't I don't like this. All right, here's a this is hard. Here's a question: If you if you've made up your mind that you want to leave or look, mm-hmm. is there an appropriate amount of lead time? What's I mean, two weeks is not enough. Depends. Is it? Well, de- two I mean, weeks two weeks is okay. Like, like if you if you were gonna leave, let's say you were, let's say. When you made when you made up your mind that you were going to leave professional baseball, yeah, is it easier? Well, I don't know if this is a great question or not, but like end of the season, you're just saying I'm done, I'm out. Or if you knew in the middle of the season, hey, this is my last year, I'm going to give you X amount of weeks or X amount of months to find a replacement for me. What's ideal? Um, in so in my specific situation, sure. I didn't. I did not let them know until my season was done. I was home. I had at least a couple moments of breathing before I told my immediate supervisor that I am either. I think it's. It wasn't an ultimatum. It was. Either, it was. I'm. I'm either moving on from baseball or I'm trying to find um, different positions with other teams. So basically maybe a couple like a week or so yeah. after my season ended I had a conversation with my supervisor saying I'm leaving um and now in that world though and in most sports worlds there's that off season right like I mean you will absolutely say that you get at least like two months to your at least own your own schedule right a year right Mm-hmm. So I think it's completely appropriate that if you were to say, I want to leave, two months is plenty of time for an uh, institution to find an athletic trainer. Oh, like, it, not, at, <laughs> not at my institution, apparently. It took us four and a half months. Sure. But why, But that's not, yeah. that is not your fault. No, I get that it. That is not your saying. concern. That's their concern of why. why are they not able to find somebody there are athletic trainers all across this country that are trying to find jobs i you walk away from your position i absolutely i know three people that would take your job right now do you absolutely like literally this instant i know three people that would take your job just let me know yeah they you, can have you it. let you let me know <laughs> but my point is i th- i don't we need to understand that there are important jobs across the world and across this country, right? Is it is it the worst thing in the world if a, a nurse gives two weeks notice to an ER department that they're leaving? Like, no. So that's a great that's a great point. And I hadn't wrapped my head around it, but it's interesting. We just need more athletic trainers. Yeah. We absolutely do. We Supply need and demand. Sure. Why not? And we need better paying jobs. We need better. Yes, we do. So then the merry-go-round stops. Yeah, that is true. Anyways. Also, we need like we need more administrations, whatever. If you're in the hospital system, a school, a a clinic that respect and treat their athletic trainers with dignity and like I mean they give them what they should and they deserve. 
because then there wouldn't be so much turnover. We need to create a profession that it's not all about giving everything away in your entire life so that eventually I say, I can't do this anymore because I have two kids, three kids. I just got married. I'm moving here. Um, Whatever it is, like I can't do this job anymore. That's, again, going back to this idea of like, what's wrong with athletic training as a profession? Why don't we get paid more? Like we need to make the profession less about sacrificing everything in your life in order for the greater good of an athlete. But I do think leaving in the middle of your season, if it benefits you and your family, if it is the right move for you, please, please give yourself at least the option of leaving and doing it. Yeah. Like, please do that. You owe owe nothing to anybody but yourself and your family. Correct. Absolutely. Why did you get into this profession? Like, and why would you not take opportunities that are good for you? Just because you feel guilty. Don't feel guilty. Everything will work out. You know what? You know what's not going to work out? My fat fucking bracket. The game will still get played. And yes, your fat (laughs) bracket is screwed. Mine is too, I think. You know what? I don't. I don't think Nate's gonna make it either. He already said he's done for. Yeah. The champ is out. Champ he called is done. it one-time champion. Maybe Stephanie Thompson will take it. Ooh, she wow. finished second last year. Runner-up, taking it. I so good. I sorry. I know. I just switched gears. Do you have anything else on the feature topic? I don't. I don't think so. I, I think it was a healthy discussion. We had a lot of comments, so if if you want to go check out the YouTube video, you can see what everyone said. Basically, I'm gonna have everyone to read those. everyone hates leaving their job because of we are a people profession and we care about what we do and we care about the people we work with. Um, so it's hard to leave, but um, there is probably no good time to leave. It's just you do what's best for you. Agreed. So. Um, what do we got to do? Go to CandidAthleticTraining.com. Yep. You got to vote on round two. Well, if you're listening to this late, you're going to be voting on round three. Just go check out the website. No matter where we are throughout this whole month, we're going to be in a different round. You can vote on different matchups. It might be round two, round three. (laughs) Just check out the website. Whatever link is there, just go and do it. If you will, if you want to fill out an empty bracket, you can still do it. You won't be eligible for prizes. Yeah. But you can still participate and have fun. Put it up. Tell us who you think should have won. Uh, I'm going to continue to promote my bracket because I think it's still (laughs) the smartest one out there. Um, Thanks to to Dan for... Oh, we have a... We we forgot. Oh, my gosh. A huge announcement. A huge announcement. A huge So huge, I almost forgot it. That's what she said. Um, (laughs) What do we got? Monday, the 22nd. Second. Yeah. We are going to do a huge giveaway with one of our new sponsors. Um, Should we tell them who the new sponsor is? Yeah. Howie's Hockey and Athletic Tape wants to work with the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. They do. Um, So we are setting up, we are finalizing details, but they said for National Athletic Training Month, they want to do a giveaway. 
with us. So we've already committed some things. They're gonna they're gonna throw in some stuff. So we're gonna do a big giveaway on the twenty second, the show. So if you're on the live stream, that's two weeks. If you're listening to this podcast late, make sure you tune in Monday, March twenty second. Jump on the live stream. Be eligible to win a giveaway from Howie's. And the Candid Athlete Training Podcast. Listen, there's no reason to not be on the live stream. It's free. All you got to do is go to our YouTube, Candid Athletic Training, and you can join the live stream, right? You might win something from Howie's tape, hockey tape, right? We've had a really nice relationship. We've been getting to know them a little bit more. They love what we're doing. They love how you guys respond to us. Um, CandidAthleticTraining.com, that's the website. That's where you can vote on fat brackets. That's where you can download the bracket. That's where you can buy hats, T-shirts, zip up since you can't get that one you can't get that one that was a special special edition that's a special edition um candid underscore atc that is our literally for all of our social media platforms anything else no all right happy national athletic training month national athletic training month enjoy it